You're listening to a podcast on the origins of Valentine's Day. In this series, we'll be looking at 12 days, one for each month of the year, and looking at where they came from, and if there are any implications for faith, what these days mean for Christians. Where where does Valentine's Day come from? Or why is it sometimes called St. Valentine's Day? Is it okay for Christians to take part on February the 14th? Isn't this a pagan holiday? Let's talk about the facts. In the medieval era, that is from the 300s up to around the 1500s, there was a more and more wide gap between clergy and laity, between the committed Christians, those who served, and those who came more as spectators. There was an increasing gap between believers who in time of persecution compromised and those who stood their ground, often being executed as a result. Especially virtuous or courageous Christians were honored with the title saint. Now we know, as readers of the New Testament, that all Christians are saints. For example, Ephesians 1.1. But in the medieval church, this title was applied to virtuous men and women, particularly those who had done a miracle and were... uh, Uh, had lived a very virtuous life. Now, there's really a multitude of saints in medieval Christianity. Some of the famous ones might be St. Thomas, St. Joseph, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Elmo, the patron saint of sailors, St. Patrick. I'll be doing a podcast on him next, in fact. Uh, St. Rufus, St. Teresa, St. Catherine, and literally thousands more. So, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise to learn that there are three different Valentines. The most famous was martyred in Rome in the late 3rd century, and he was buried on the 14th of February. But there was another one, also in Italy, who was martyred just before the year 200, and a third Valentine who lived in Africa, of whom little else is known. As happened in the Middle Ages, whatever remained from the body or the clothing or the possessions of the saint, this was called a relic, was highly treasured. And the relics... Uh, the body pieces from these various Valentines may be found in France, Ireland, England, Scotland, and even in Austria. Well, no doubt there is an historical core. There wasn't just one Valentine or Valentinus. There were many, and I'm not referring to the Gnostic heretic Valentinus who led to the formation of Valentinians who were enemies of the church. I'm talking about the good guys It really doesn't matter, though, which one it is who's being commemorated because too much has been lost in history to speak with any certainty. And yet, many Christians will say, we should have nothing to do with this because the roots of Valentine's Day are thoroughly pagan. Well, there's some truth to that accusation. The Romans celebrated the Lupercalia. These were wild uh, fertility rites celebrated from the 13th to the 15th of February. There was another ancient Roman celebration in honor of Juno, and that was the 13th to the 14th of February. And there's no doubt that eventually this day was Christianized or baptized to become a Christian event. And this happened with many, many days from paganism. In medieval Christian tradition, Valentine's Day, in honor of the first saint I mentioned, was established by the Pope in 496 A.D., Though he's still considered to be a saint, 
he was removed or his celebration was removed from the official calendar in 1969 when I was just 10 years old. The Orthodox celebrate Valentine's Day on different days in July. Now in modern times we're familiar with the cheap paper valentines that we pass out to our friends in school. In fact, in the United States, this became a huge commercial event, particularly in the second half of the 20th century, at the same time as it was banned in such nations as Iran and Saudi Arabia for its connection with infidel uh, Christianity. Is it okay for Christians to take part in Valentine's Day? Well, undoubtedly the day has pagan origins. Then so do many days that Christians observe, and so do all seven days of the week. Sunday is rooted in the worship of the sun, Monday of the moon, Tuesday of the god Thais, Wednesday of Woden or Odin, Thursday Thor, Friday Freya or Frigg, Saturday Saturn. But in using those words, we're not paying homage to false gods and goddesses. We're just getting on with our daily life. I really believe that the Valentine's Day thing is a matter of opinion, Romans 14. As long as there's no idolatry, no licentiousness, the custom of celebrating Valentine's Day is morally neutral. Now, admittedly, this is hardly the case among most who celebrate the day because the standards of the world are hardly the standards of our Lord. I think we need to be careful not to pressure young believers to go with the flow of the world since sexual sin is often not far away from many celebrations and parties. And yet the danger remains with any birthday celebration, any party. We're not called to stop living in the world. We're called to live differently. Whatever we decide about Valentine's Day, we should remember Jesus' words because though we may be in the world, we're not to be of the world. John 17, verses 14 to 19. Christians, therefore, are under no obligation to observe the day, and we should always be sensitive to the feelings of those who may have a problem with it. Though, if you want to do something special for your sweetheart, by all means, do so. I hope this short podcast on the origins of Valentine's Day is of interest and stimulation to you, and thank you for listening.